A reading from the book of Exodus, chapter 3, beginning in verse 1. Moses was keeping the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian, and he led his flock beyond the wilderness and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire out of a bush. He looked, and the bush was blazing, yet it was not consumed. Then Moses said, I must turn aside and look at this great sight and see why the bush is not burned up. When the Lord saw that Moses had turned aside to see, God called to him out of the bush, Moses, Moses. And Moses said, Here I am. Then he said, Come no closer. Remove the sandals from your feet, for the place on which you are standing is holy ground. He said further, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look at God. Then the Lord said, I have observed the misery of my people who are in Egypt. I have heard their cry on account of their taskmasters. Indeed, I know their suffering. And I have come down to deliver them up from the Egyptians and to bring them out of that land to a good and broad land, a land flowing with milk and honey, to the country of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. The cry of the Israelites has now come to me. I have also seen how the Egyptians oppress them. So come, I will send you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? He said, I will be with you. This shall be the sign for you that it is I who sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt... You shall worship God on this mountain. But Moses said to God, If I come to the Israelites and say to them, The God of your ancestors has sent me to you, and they ask me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. He said further, Thus you shall say to the Israelites, I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, thus you shall say to the Israelites, the Lord, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is one of our sacred stories. Thanks be to God. What made this place holy ground? Obviously, God was there, but if we believe God is everywhere, what specifically made this ground extraordinary? Was it fire? Was it the fanfare? Was it the miracle bush? It seems to me the bush, the fire, the flare, these were mere accessories to the real event. What made this ground holy 
was the conversation. And I do not just mean God's individual chat with Moses. This is the place God let it be known that the cries and the groans of the people had indeed reached the ears of God, and God was responding. Is this not the deep hope of all our religion? That there is a concerned and empathetic God on the other end of our prayers. That our speech does not wander aimlessly into a void, but is received by something or someone more powerful and more knowing than ourselves. That our aching longing to be cared for and known is not just a pipe dream, but a reality we can experience. God said to Moses, I have observed the misery of my people who are in Egypt. I have heard their cry on account of their taskmasters. Indeed, I know their sufferings, and I have come down to deliver them. It is no wonder Moses took off his shoes. God had heard them, and God was answering. So this is how it feels to be rescued, to be noticed, to be saved. Ye tired, ye weary, ye worn, ye slaves, remove your sandals and worship. You shall be slaves no more. Of course, you and I know from excruciating experience that not all God's children receive deliverance in this life. The ground of human suffering can often seem lined with more demons than angels, more silence than response, more ash than fire. But even so, I do not think the burning bush encounter is just a cute little story that denies the painful reality of unanswered prayers. The Hebrew people enslaved in Egypt were well acquainted with pain and with unanswered prayer. Moses escaped to death, but not every Hebrew baby boy did. And you better believe those mamas and papas prayed their hearts out. And to them, it did not matter if God answered eventually, if God did not answer in time for them. These were a people well acquainted with the pain of unanswered prayers. To be delivered now, even miraculously delivered, would not blot out the wounds and losses of the past. Deliverance takes you into a future you can embrace, but deliverance cannot erase where you have been. I think it's important to note that as awesome as God's appearance to Moses was, this wasn't a simple story of answered prayer. It was a complicated story of waiting and longing, crying and moaning, grieving and aching, hoping and praying for a very long time. Now speaking of the past, the lectionary reading for today skipped right over Moses's. From last week 
to this week, we passed over anything that happened to Moses from the time Pharaoh's daughter pulled him out of the water until God